After a week of silence, pretty much, All Blacks coach Ian Foster yesterday fronted media for the first time since the series loss to Ireland, vowing he is the right man for the job. He opened his media conference with, I guess, what can best be described as a bit of a State of the Nation address, in which he spoke about the week that they've had and a desire to represent New Zealand better. Now, I want to play this for you. It's about three or four minutes. So this is how the press conference opened. Have a listen to this, and then I am keen to hear your thoughts. Ian Foster, I'm, I'm the All Black head coach, and uh, as the All Black head coach, I've had a busy week. Um, you know, we've been through a Steinlager series that uh, we as a team didn't achieve what we needed to achieve. And the result of that is that last three or four days have been busy. We've had a, some robust conversations uh, with us as a management, with New Zealand rugby and with our senior players. And, and that should happen. And you'd expect that to happen. And from those conversations, there's been, I've been I'm, I'm proud of the, the accountability levels, I guess, that I've heard from the players about their part, from, from my management team's part. And we've got an utter commitment and, and a clear plan of how we are going to move forward. And, um, you know, we, we never are happy when we don't achieve what we want to achieve. We understand the fans aren't happy with that, but you have a promise that we are have gonna, looking forward to getting stuck into our work when we get together and to go and play in this rugby championship and in South Africa, a game of rugby that New Zealanders can be proud of in this team. We, um, I've also heard that there's going, that there does need to be some change, and for us to, to achieve that. And right now, I am working behind the scenes to to achieve that. Um, you can ask me a hundred times what what that is, and I will, won't be able to give you that answer just yet. I'd like you to bear with me, but that we've got things in place right now. And as soon as I can let you know. A couple of changes I will let you know as soon as possible. Um, like I said, the team, this All Black team is, is very proud. We're proud of playing for this country. We know that what we we didn't get what we needed again out of that out, out of the Steinlager series. And and what I know that our country should expect from this team is that we go away, we identify the key focuses and we go ahead and and we fix them and we play at the level that, that we want to play to. Um, we, we'd love you to be proud of us and we want to make sure we do everything we can to do that. A, as a head coach, uh, there's been a lot of questions the last couple of weeks. Uh, let me tell you who I am. I'm strong. I'm resilient. I think I've proven that. I believe I've got a great feel and relationship with my players. I'm strategic and I'm also accountable. And I take that on board. And I promise you, I, I understand that. And I'm really excited about the chance to, to show you what this team is made of, working alongside the players that we've selected in this squad. So that's the state of the play. And the squad that we've just announced has got a job to do. And 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 we just want to get stuck into our work and go and do it.
There you go. That was Ian Foster yesterday uh, at the end of one of the more unusual weeks in the history of New Zealand rugby. I guess it was fitting that we had one of the more unusual media conferences. I've been to and seen a few of these, and I don't think I've ever seen an All Blacks coach start a media conference in that fashion. I actually thought Ian Foster presented himself pretty well and, and struck a good balance between humility and determination and he spoke of a deep desire to turn things around he clearly wanted to front the media last Sunday morning as scheduled after the third test but for whatever reason he was overruled by the All Blacks media manager which we've been into and litigated across the week but I still can't really figure it out anyway I think we can happily file that one away into unfortunate episodes in All Blacks history but while Ian Foster spoke with passion and with pride yesterday. Without actions, they're still just words, aren't they? And what has really changed? He is still in charge. And while we hear change is imminent among his coaching staff, we don't know the nature of that just yet or what it'll look like. Joe Schmidt has now officially started in his role as selector and analyst, but he's not even going to South Africa. So... What influence is he really going to be able to have? I'd imagine a lot of the value that Joe Schmidt would bring to the team would be those conversations with players over a cup of coffee in the hotel lobby or at halftime in a game when he's noticed something that can be quickly addressed. He's not going to be able to do either of those two things from back here. Now, Liam Napier writes in the Herald today that Crusaders assistant coach Jason Ryan has been shoulder-tapped to join the team. Terrific coach. But isn't that a little bit like bringing in Robin without Batman? And having worked under Razor and been part of the proposed mix, if New Zealand Rugby had appointed Scott Robertson as All Blacks coach, what's Jason Ryan's appetite going to be to work under Ian Foster? And whoever comes in, whether it's Jason Ryan or others, they'll still be under Ian Foster's direct control. He's still the head coach. So presumably, he still has the final and overriding say on game plan, tactics and selection. That's why you have a head coach. I mean, there certainly weren't wholesale changes to the playing squad. As I said before, Carl Tuanukuwafi, who's leaving New Zealand anyway, and Peter Gus Soakula dropping out. And even that doesn't really make sense. Peter Gus Soakula at least played in two of the tests against Ireland. He even got a try in Auckland, didn't he? Hoskins Satutu didn't make the 23 in any of them. And yet he's still in the squad. I have seen it suggested that capping Peter Gussoa-Cooler was a way of stopping him playing for Fiji, something he now can't do for a few years anyway, which I can't imagine is true, and I certainly hope it isn't, but here we are. Sam Kane's still the captain, despite reports to the contrary, which were clearly just someone talking to their keyboard. So basically, this is the same team, under the same head coach, and the same captain, with two weeks to turn things around before two pretty tough test matches in South Africa. I said last week that if nothing changes, nothing will change. Do I believe that Ian Foster wants to turn things around? Absolutely I do. What All Blacks coach wouldn't want that? But do I believe that he can? I'm not sure.